The following episode of I Can Relate to That podcast contains adult sexual material and adult sexual language. Listener discretion is advised. This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. Oh, we are back again. I can relate to that podcast. Linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. Got another yeah, yeah, full yeah, house. Yeah. Bax, we got another full house. We got another full house. We got an interesting episode. Something a little bit out of our normal conversation. Pretty yeah. interesting. Are you you're interested? I'm interested. Talk to me. All right. So, I'm gonna, going you know on? what? It's actually Amory's little forte this evening. But uh, other than that, before we bring Amory on and she shouts and makes everything distorted <laughs> on her microphone, what's happening with you? What's going on? How you been? I've been good, man. You know, I'm just chilling, working. You know, just so much on my mind, just trying to sell what I can sell, just clothes. Uh, man, it's just... It just never stop, man. It's just so much. Just trying to just trying to reach a million before COVID take everybody out. You feel me? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get your clothing line, man. And you've been posting on Facebook lately. I like the backs of billion, uh, the yeah, mini man. skirts, and the you know, I got a hoodie, and I've been toting that thing around last winter. So, yeah, I've got more stuff coming. I got some halter tops coming. I just got everything. You know, uh, our our guest, uh, our co-host Anne Marie. You know, uh, kind of like motivated me to go ahead and. You know, pull the trigger on those halter tops. Yeah, so you got to hook up there. Amory. Speaking of Amory, Amory, yeah. what is happening? Honey, how are you guys? All right. You said it just fine. Your microphone didn't cut or out, drop you, crackle, snack, crackle, and pop, rice crispy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully I put it in a, in a different direction, so I'm hoping that this might work. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Amory. So I've been te- I teased when we opened up the show. So what is going on? What what do we got going on tonight? I mean, we got a, a guest coming on. We got you know we got some interesting conversations coming up. We do. So yeah. So my friend Frankie is coming on, and um, I want her to surprise you and let her tell you mm. what she is all about. To be quite honest with you, she is just a box of fun. Okay, well, th- that's good. Yeah, okay. when she opens up her box, she's going to have a lot of goodies in there for you guys. All right, all right. Before we bring her on, okay. Now, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I-, I need some advice. I got some questions. Okay, so I was listening, listening to another radio show, and it was a regular, you know, over-the-airway radio, so it wasn't like satellite radio, so they were kind of very vague on what this meaning is. You guys seen the latest trend? I, I I personally just noticed it not too long ago. White toenails. Have you seen that out there? Any of the kids out there, or teenagers, or adults, whatever, wearing white toenails on their feet? Um, I mean, I see I mean, it. I see it a lot in Florida. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, a lot of the teenagers are doing it too now. Uh, sadly to say, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of men in black tone in black fingernails too though. Like I don't I don't know what that is. I've been seeing a lot of men with like black fingernail polish. I'm trying well, to figure out what that's. Yeah, about. black yeah, fingernail actually, polish. Yeah. Speaking of fingernails, okay, changing the subject for one second. How come? Okay, what does it mean when you have a guy and they have the you know manicure nails except for that pinky, and it's like. A long nail on it. What does that mean? What does that mean? I backs your laughing. Amory is already cracking up. 
What does that oh mean? Oh my god. Mean? Okay, what does that mean? Yeah. You want to know? Yes, please. Facts? I can't even believe that he doesn't know what it means. He lives in a he lives in a bubble. <laughs> so it, it so it mean it mean two things. So I know you know what I'm saying a lot of pimps you know they do that you know they that one now but it also means for a lot of people that like the Tony Montana the the, the booger sugar. That's what I thought. Okay, the reason why I bring mm. this up, a very close friend of mine started growing his nail, and I'm saying to myself. He doesn't do the the snow. He doesn't. What, what does that mean? So maybe he's got a, something something hiding in the background that he's keeping away from me. But he might do, bro. This Florida man, they just had a one point six billion dollar drug bust uh, like four hours ago. <laughs> I know you forwarded our chat group that we have going on there. The big old drug bust. <laughs> That's crazy. It Florida, is crazy. Know, a, lot of, a lot of people do the booger sugar, man. That's what I thought. Don't you know? I I had a funny feeling. That's what it was. But I'm saying, all right, there's got to be a different meeting. So let's go back to white toenails, okay? So lately, I've been seeing extra mm-hmm. white toenails on females and all that stuff. And I, I do have to say, this particular radio show that I would listen to, they did bring it to my attention and did stick it out a little more. I just thought, all right, you know, oh, white toenails, nothing. So I I actually, you know, you got that website called Urban Dictionary. You guys heard of that website, right? Yeah. So where you, where you could go, where you could go make your own um definition up. Or yeah, something. I guess so. I don't know how they get their yeah. definitions from, but I decide decided to actually just Google it. I just Googled it, and I typed in mm-hmm. white toenails. Okay, and this what pops up? Very interesting. And I, I, I'm just going to say it and I'll just edit and bleep because this is not the kind of show that we should really say those words on. But it says here mm-hmm. a female who has her toenails white means she's a she has an amazing kitty cat okay put it that way kitty cat she knows how to f she knows how to ride and you know what to you know what yeah is that i wonder if that's a myth is that is that <laughs> i feel like I, I feel like that's like i feel like that's some elementary myth like step on the crack break your mother's back type stuff i don't think white toenails have anything to do with a girl having some good cooch you feel me i'm gonna be honest with you. okay i mean I that's what i'm asking it was a good conversation to bring up but you know what urban dictionary is pretty on target with a lot of things so uh maybe maybe not i don't know amory what's your two Sometimes. cents I no, there's no way. There's no way. Toenails have nothing to do with how somebody screws. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Or or your mindset behind it, or the mindset behind it. Like, right, right. Toenails have nothing to do with that. Uh, you yeah. never know. You Absolutely. never know. But yes, this particular morning radio show I was listening to one way, uh, one morning, and I was like, interesting. And I just put it on the back burner until I started like, you know, that we're down here in Florida. Everybody wears freaking sandals, you know, all year long. And I'm seeing more white toenails. And that's the first thing that pops in my mind is like, oh, my God, really? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> No lifelight behind that. Yeah, no, just, just, yeah, yeah no. Absolutely not. But you know what I, but you know what I have noticed actually now we're talking about toes um, is let me ask you guys something. Do do you guys go to the nail salon and get a uh, pedicure or a manicure? 
I have I, before. I, I Every once in a while, I will. I feel like it's. I feel like you. Sometimes you got to. Even the no, you got. You got no. To. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. But what I have noticed is when I do go now to get up, uh, you know, uh, pedicure and my nails done, that there are so many more men. I can't believe how many men, and even like older men, like you know, in their sixties and seventies, are getting pedicures. Oh, that's it's all, so crazy. Like that's awesome. Back in like, like even 10 years ago, men never, I I never really saw men in there. Well, I went to a uh, place down here in South Tampa. They're no longer there anymore. It's called the difference. It's uh-huh. a more of an upscale uh, hair salon, just catered to men. It's, it's called the difference for men. This is before they oh opened God, up to, so cool. they, they just strictly uh, cater to men only. And my wife uh, introduced me to this place uh, before we got married. And I used to get there. I used to get my hair cut there. And this lady was just amazing hairstylist. She, she cut it the way I want. And then uh, part of the haircut was uh, the scalp massage. I just fell in love with it. I fell, fell in love with it. It was great. And uh, this place just caters to uh, men. And they have manicure, pedicures. I mean, remember this way. It was very common for me to sit down there and getting my hair cut. And uh, one of the Buccaneer players sat down next to me and get his nails done. So I guess, you know, it's really, really cool. This is going back like 2003, 2004, somewhere in that vicinity. But uh, I can't remember the players. But, you know, I guess, you know, being in the public light, you know, you got to have your nails all nice and clean. But yes, I, I, I personally did have my toenails uh, manicured uh, it was actually in a spa package that my wife and I did and we uh, we were at the uh, uh, it was at the Ritz Carlton in Orlando this is going back a while ago and uh, we treated ourselves for the holiday season and we were gonna do a spa you know couples uh, spa weekend at uh, Ritz Carlton and uh, it's right next to the JW Marriott I think it's uh, Grand Lakes or whatever the, whatever that compound is over there they actually have the two hotels together and uh, so this lady is actually giving me a foot massage and I, you know, I, I hate feet. <laughs> I hate feet. Feet are not, not, not too attractive to me. I, I don't like feet, right. but she was getting in there, massaging my foot. It felt wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I, right. I, did, I didn't tickle. I didn't want to kick her in the face, but she was like getting into it. I was like, really, you do this for a living? How, how did, how do you like doing that? Because I hate feet so much, but, but it, it was amazing. It was amazing when I got my pedicure right. and manicure, yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't get any paint nails, but you know, she trimmed it up. She cleaned up the cuticles and whatever else. So yes, I have done so. You know what? I, you know what I'm thinking. I know the reason why we're seeing more men, though. I feel like as time go on, men get a little more, a little bit more metro as time go on. I feel like they. I feel like just the way the world is set up right now, that men become a little bit more feminized now. You know what I'm saying? And there's right. nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with going to. Don't get it twisted. Like, I don't like. I don't want to. I don't want to get canceled. Cause you no know, cancel culture is heavy right now. They cancel everything. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with going mm-hmm. to get your manicures and your pedicures. There's nothing wrong with keeping yourself up. But I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, as we go, we go further on. I feel like the masculine man, that real masculine man, is is getting like pushed away and like that. Yeah, you're getting man. more domesticated. That's what's yeah. happening. Right. And that's what it is. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know what, too, is, is this is a fact, is when your parents, your fathers really didn't have hands-on with you guys. 
You know, like yeah. it was really your mom, right? Right. right. So now our generation, uh, you guys are hands-on with your kids. So like if you have a daughter, you would take your daughter to the nail salon and sit there with your daughter. So you, I, that's I see a lot of that. Like father is taking their daughter to the mm. nail salon right. and sitting there, and now they're both getting uh, uh, you know pedicures or manicures. So this generation is very hands-on with their children. Yes, where you know uh, the you know our parents' generation, fathers went to work, they came home, mm -hmm. they sat on a couch. Had yep. you know had dinner with us because we everybody always sat around the table, right. which this generation does not nope. do. Um, you know, sat around the table and then went on the couch and watched TV until it was time to go to bed. You know, and I, you know, some fathers went to baseball games or whatever, but it was really the mothers who did a lot of stuff with their children. Right. You know, drove them to religion. You know, picked them up, drove them to their friends. Fathers didn't do that stuff back then. Nope. No. I, now it, fathers do all of that. So I totally it's, agree. It's totally different. Yeah. You know, and very, no, very different. I don't know what it was in your household growing up because, you know, my mom was the stay-at-home mom. You know, I mean, right. it, things, were, things were different. People could afford on one salary coming into a household. Now, this day and age, right. oh, forget about now. Forget right. about it. It's crazy. Right. But yeah. How about you, yeah. Bex? Yeah. As far as what? The father in the household? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you do a lot of the, you know, things with your kids? What do you, what do you got going on? Well, I got, you know, I got sons, man. So, you know, I mean, my sons is, they play football and stuff like that. So, you know, football is taking a lot of my time right now. Football season practices every day and, you know, stuff like that. But well, other absolutely. Than that, like, I got, I got boys. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Just a little right. side note. He doesn't have, he doesn't have a daughter. But mm -hmm. Bax, when you were a kid, uh, mm -hmm. did you have, you had your mom and dad in the house? Were yeah, they divorced mom. or no? Oh, you just no, had my, your mom. Yeah, my dad passed away like two weeks before I was born, so I never really got a chance to meet him. Oh right. my God, Bex, I'm well, so I, sorry. So I, I never, not really, I didn't get a chance to meet him. Like I, he died May 4th. I was born May 20th, so like two and a half, what was that, two and a half weeks, 15 days? Right. Not even, two, oh my like, God. about two weeks. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so your mom right. was head of household. Yeah, she was so, for a minute. So, she she ended up she ended up getting remarried or whatever, but right. Oh, okay. For a minute, she she was had a household. Yeah. Right. I mean, definitely. Right. That's cool. So your so, you so know, your stepdad worked. You know, he worked, and your mom. You know, so it was really the same thing. I mean, your stepdad worked, and your mom did everything in the house, right? For you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. right. So my, you still my, my, had the same. The same. It was the same role, just like me and. My parents and 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 AJ and his parents. Right, exactly. Mm, yeah, you can say that. Uh, we, we we're gonna say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too deep. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, 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 we're, nah, we're gonna say that. No, you know my mom worked. My stepdad worked. You know. Oh you know, oh okay. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna say that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, I get it. I get it. So, Bax, you're out and about right now. That's why we're having little audio issues with you, but uh, you're out there. Yeah. I think your kids are out at football practice right now, so please excuse Bax's connection. Uh, at one point, we were losing you, and then it, like, it caught up, and you were talking very fast. <laughs> it was. Did you hear that, Amory, on the line? Yes. <laughs> it was just kind of weird. So just want to let our listeners know that's what's going on with Bax. All right, Amory, let's uh, bring our guest on through Skype. All right. Frankie, how are you? Hey, 
I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Oh, you know what? We opened up the show. We started talking about uh, trends, um, about a morning show that I listened to on the way uh, in the morning. And they, they were talking about white toenails. And I didn't think anything of it. And I, I've been noticing it a little more uh, lately because, you know, I'm down here in Florida. Bax is here in Florida and Amory's up in New York. And everybody down here in Florida wears, um, you know, sandals, uh, open, open, open-toed shoes down here in Florida all the time. So it's very common. And now I've been looking. I've been seeing more white toenails, okay? Do you know what white toenails actually means? Um, I don't know what it means, but I definitely know it makes you look tanner. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'm blowing my theory out of proportion. Uh, I'm with Frankie. <laughs> it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing, right? Okay, okay. I, I guess it means nothing. I guess because that's one of those myths. Yeah, it's that's a myth. Okay, so Urban Dictionary is incorrect. Okay, I guess so. So Frankie, we were talking about white toenails, and I decided let me just Google white toenails, and the first thing that popped up in my Google search was Urban Dictionary. Have you heard of mm-hmm. it? You heard of uh, Urban Dictionary, right? Yes. Uh, it, I Google that all the time. Okay, great. <laughs> White toenails. This is the first thing that comes up. It says a female who has her toenails painted white means that she has amazing kitty cat. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. She knows how to F, ride, mm-hmm. and then suck blank. Oh, wow. I guess I'll be getting some white toenails. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what the conversation we open up the show. And I wanted to ask my friends and let me ask Frankie, our guest who we never spoke about to before. I wanted to see what her perspective of it was. And I guess it's more of a myth at this point. But now you maybe maybe you'll break the trend. I don't know. Maybe it's oh, a little though, because. They do have uh, pineapples, upside down pineapples, which it, um, is in the Urban Dictionary. It should be. And that actually means that you're a swinger. Ah, really? Yeah. Now, I thought if you eat pineapple, it's supposed to make your, you know, taste better. cha-cha. Uh-huh. Yeah, taste better. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard. It's supposed to make it taste better. So I make sure I eat pineapple like in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the fun of it, I am searching uh, upside down pineapple in Urban Dictionary live on the air. And of course, it says, sorry, we cannot find anything on upside down pineapple. Great. Got to do it regular. Okay. Okay. Regular Google. Regular Google yeah. All right. That's what I'm going to end up doing. So how are you? What is going on with you? Thank you for coming on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, Well, I've got a lot of things going on. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about what I used to do. Um, I actually founded the first sisterhood in the tattoo industry, and we had 10,000 members at one point. We had chapters in every state. And through that, I learned how to do productions, marketing, and public relations. And I used to be a video uh, journalist for the tattoo industry. And then I kind of shifted a little bit over to the entertainment world. Um, and then I had my kid, my second kid, actually. And then I took a break for the past 10 years. But now I'm resurfacing because he's finally 10 and I can. 
Um, and I've been doing OnlyFans and I've been doing, I've been a swinger in polyamorous and I was a stripper for a long time. So I've always lived that wild lifestyle where it was taboo, but now everybody's doing it, which is amazing. So I could just be even more open than I was before and actually make money off of it, which is great. Interesting. Now you said the word poly. Okay. Yes. And also, is it poly? How do you say it? Polyamor? How do you say it? Polyamorous. Um, polyamorous. Okay. A friend of mine that I know, he's in that poly type relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty interesting. I guess, you know, the way he does it, how do you like not get like not, I guess, how do you get like, keep the jealousy out? How do you keep the, you know, possessing this? How does that work? Well, usually when you're in a polyamorous relationship, you have a primary, which is your main partner. Okay. Um, you have to really discuss the boundaries and what you want, what you don't want in the relationship. Like you have to like, maybe for instance, I'll say, I don't mind if you sleep with whoever, which I've always been like that anyways. Um, just wrap it up and don't bring the drama home. So in other words, I don't want any crazies surrounding us that are going to be causing havoc in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't want you missing date night every two weeks. I'm primary, so my emotions and my feelings should come first. You know, um, but mostly when people are in a polyamorous relationship, they already don't have uh, jealousy issues it's really based on how much you trust somebody and their honesty, because if you're honest with each other and you say, Hey babe, I met this really cute guy um, at the bus stop or something like that. And I really want to, I felt really connected to him. Like my hormones are like going crazy and I want to really explore that. You want to be able to communicate that with your primary and say, "Um, I think I'm going to go out on a date because the guy asked me out on a date and the guy, you know, your partner will say, sure, babe, have some fun, go for it. You know, for the most part, they're not going to want, you to hold back on that carnal urge um or even that emotional or spiritual connection you might have with that person um because they want the best for you and you want they want you to live your best life but if they see that there's a red flag here and there and you're not seeing it they'll probably discuss it with you instead of harboring resentment and waiting for the explosion to come later on because that's the important part is really communication and honesty and that's how you keep all the jealousy aspect out of it now they're also doing a lot of thruples i don't know if you've heard of that no what is what is it a thruple is a relationship where you are living in the same house and you're having a relationship with two people at the same time you're basically sharing one person you know, um, so that's a thruple. Is it the guy getting shared or the woman getting shared? I just want to know. Oh, it could be either or. You could be a girl having a guy and a girl, a guy and a girl, or a guy having a guy and a girl, or a girl having a guy and a guy, or a guy having a girl and a girl. It could be any which way. And everybody's so going to say that way. or no? Sure. Um, it, it depends on your boundaries and what you're mm-hmm. willing to do. It could be all three, you know, fooling around with each other, or it could be just the girl fooling around with the one guy individually and then the girl individually individually fooling around with the other guy so it's basically you have to set your own boundaries and see what you're willing to play around with or mm-hmm. you know what you're willing to deal with and then you take it from there now may I, everybody's different may i ask are you married are you got a committed relationship what's your status may i ask um well i've been married three times okay. um 
but I tend to, my marriages don't last that long, but my lovers last like 18 years, <laughs> which okay. is really rare. Um, no, I'm single right now. I'm kind of going through this um, midlife thing, awareness, because men, men have midlife crisis. Women don't. We have midnight awareness. Mm -hmm. um, so Bang. I'm going through this thing where I'm kind of really being picky. I'm still, you know, I'll, I'll fool around with an old lover if they come by, but I don't really want the relationship. I'm kind of focused on making money, establishing some things, reinventing myself for the 50th time and focus on my kid. So, um, if I'm doing an OnlyFans and I have a lover that's coming into town or I ask him to come into town, then we'll, you know, do our thing, have fun. And it's really more for content. Um, I'm more like a guy. So I'm very much like, cool, I'm done. I came. You can go now type of thing. Uh -huh. You know, so I'm very dismissive that way. I'm not really into the whole cuddle thing. It takes a lot for me to be into the whole cuddle thing, you know, but I treat my what's men you, like, what's hey, your sign? I'm a Virgo. Actually, my birthday's at the okay. end of the month. All right. Virgo, that's dope. Yeah. Now, so, how does I mean, the OnlyFans page work? So, an OnlyFans page is you go on as a model, a creator, or whatever you want to call it, and you um, sign up for your own page. And what you do is you create content. So, for instance, I could say in my bio that I'm into FinDom, which is financial domination, uh, dominance, um, toy play, masturbation, um, nudie pictures. Um, I do this thing where I do uh, body image uh, paintings where I press my body against paint and against a canvas. Um, oh my naked. God, that's so cool. I want to yeah, do that. I do, yeah, <laughs> I do erotica um, short stories. So I'll write without using any like the dirty words, but I'll make you come <laughs> for sure. Oh, wow. You know, with the stories. Um, so you do like a little bit of this, you know, I'll do threesomes. I'll do, you know, swingers, you know, all fool around with the girl. So it depends what you're really asking for. So you basically go up there. And you put on a um, pictures of you in lingerie or different. I also do domestic diva where you watch me cook, you know, topless or you watch me clean floors wearing a French made outfit with no one stuff like that. Um, so what I do is you put pictures there that are semi risque and then you put pictures with a lock saying, if you'd like to see this picture, this is the fee that you pay. But they have to subscribe to your page to even see the pictures, any of the pictures. And then from there, you get to have um, people can DM you and say, I request this and this, or could you wear these shoes? Can you paint your toes red? Because some guys are into foot fetishes. And then you could do that. You know, my wow, daughter that's actually- pretty cool. So now they, okay, so, so now they subscribe to this website or whatever. Then they pay this fee, whatever the fee is. And then they get to open the picture. Now- they see the picture, they can actually take a picture of it, right? Now, they have this picture for the rest of their life. Am I correct? They can use it. Yeah, but you you could watermark it. So, technically, okay. it would be um, intellectual property. So, they would you can sue them if they reuse that picture. Okay. Oh, okay. But their, but okay. their own personal use, you know, then it doesn't make really too much of a difference. Yeah, exactly. So, right. that's why that's where the watermark comes. Gotcha. Okay. Now, oh, okay. Now, what category you considered yourself in? Are you voluptuous? Are you? Oh, thin? I'm, I'm BBW what? right now. BBW. Usually, I 
I have a rocking body, but with this pandemic and not working three jobs like every New Yorker does, right? Um, I moved to Florida and I went back with my ex-husband for a little while and we lived in the country, like literally the country in the panhandle. And I all I did was cook for like eight, nine months. <laughs> and for me, my son <laughs> went from a size eight to a size like 13 or something like that. <laughs> and That's I so gained funny. like 60 pounds. So my daughter actually encouraged me because she said, oh, mom, you're beautiful no matter what you look like. And I'm used to being in front of the camera and looking hot and skinny, you know, and I was a dancer. So even when I was a thicker girl, I was always like, you know, banging hot. And then I felt like, oh, I don't feel the same. I gained so much weight. It's so hard. I'm going through menopause. And my daughter's like, no, you know, you're really hot, mom. You're beautiful no matter what. And I'm like, you got to stop body shaming yourself. And I was like, you're right. And then I started watching TikTok and I saw this girl and she was promoting that if you think you can't make money on OnlyFans because you have a mom bod or you gained weight, you're wrong. And she had like a really saggy belly. She had five kids and tons of like stretch marks. And she was like, you could do it. Let me show you how because mom bods and BBW are really in right now. It's trending. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this not only to make money, but to hold myself accountable that I should love myself no matter what I look like, you know, and I was, and I I was just like, and my daughter was just like, do it, mom, do it. I think you should do it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. You know, because it'll only take me eight months to lose the weight anyways. It's just that I've been real lazy during this pandemic, you know? Yes. Me, you, everybody. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. (laughs) So getting out of that's been really hard and plus collecting unemployment. You're just like, oh, who needs to do anything? Let's just watch another Netflix movie, (laughs) you know? Right, right. Uh, Yeah, so yes, the BBW uh, and uh, the the Thicker Girls, it's such a, uh, such a, popular what do they call category or what's the what's the proper you know wording for that yeah it's it's completely trending that whole vibe right now yes absolutely i agree i totally agree you see it you see it on a lot of you know websites you see it on even see it on facebook all these girls want to get that what is that called a bb bb bbls yeah i'm like that butt thing or whatever yeah they're all they all want to get the the butts I'm like, oh yeah. my God, the bigger the butt, the better it is. That's, yeah. I know. They don't even want boobs anymore. They want butts. No boobs. I know. Butts. No, I'm no. I'm a boob girl, so no. I like big boobs. Boobs, boobs, boobs. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a boob girl. I like boobs. No, I know? love, I love it. I love boobs. I love boobs. <laughs> I mean, the big butt, like, I want to do some plastic surgery because I'm Colombian, and I don't know if you know Colombians, but we're all Oh, you, you go to surgery. Columbia, and you can get it for a quarter of the price of what you can get. Oh, sure you know, do. I'm going to get a little lipo here and there, um, but the BBL I won't do because my butt is big enough anyways, with or without the weight gained. <laughs> so I'm just like, and I feel like well, it's too big sometimes. I mean, to each his own, but some of the butts is a little too big. I kind of like it a little bit more discreet, which is why I won't redo my boobs because they feel real and they look real. You know? Did you Even hear about the cupping? Did you hear about cupping, Frankie? Yeah. Uh-huh. I have. I know. I've seen do a you couple think that works? No, I don't think it does. What is cupping? Um, okay. They cup your butt so that way your butt gets bigger. Like, I guess it makes all the blood flow um, up higher towards your butt. So it yeah, it like a it's bit. actually like a cup, and it sucks like the fat or something, and it like supposed to suck it, and like I don't know, it somehow sucks it like with a machine, and then it like supposed to make your butt bigger. Yeah, it's. 
Frankie, yeah, right? Frankie, we, we're, me, mm-hmm. me, Amber, and Bax, we're on Skype, so we're watching each other, and obviously I have you through the, uh, the um, what do you call, Skype, we got you through there, but I'm watching Amory, and she's, she's very, very animated person, you see <laughs> her, Yorker, well, I'm a New Yorker too, I'm from Long Island myself, Bax is from New York, I'm giant, Frankie, <laughs> <laughs> she's using her hands, and you, what type of nails, are those nails called, Amory? They're, Frankie, what are the ones called that are pointy? The what pointy is that called? nails. The, nails. They look the like cat ones? Cat claws? The yeah, the cat, cat claws. claws I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. And, and all I see in the camera is these hands, like, yeah. yeah. And they she's squeezing it like, like she's at, yeah. at, at Publix or yeah. she's at the wall bombs, if all about wall bombs are still around, like <laughs> looking at the melons, like shaking her hands, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, what is that called? You know, the hoof, the hoof, you know, the hoof. <laughs> the hoof. Yeah, yeah. It was the hoof is stuck, you know, it's hoof. <laughs> every, every girl's got the long nails now and the long eyelashes. Yes. Really big. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> so, I can't deal with it anymore. So you have these, you know, you have your OnlyFans page, okay? Now let's talk about these crazy people out there. What have you come across of out there in the world I mean, you probably get DMs like 24-7. You probably get either phone calls or texts and all that stuff. How do you like put yourself away from that stuff and, you know, that you, you know, spend time with your family and all that stuff. And the next thing you know, you get all these DMs or you got these stalkers. I mean, what have you come across of? Well, being that I was a stripper for a long time and I was a sex worker as well and a dominatrix, you kind of get a little bit of flavor of everything. I think the worst request somebody asked me for, which I didn't do, was they wanted me to shit in their mouth. <laughs> oh, God. like, gross. <laughs> like, there's no oh, way no. in hell. <laughs> That's a wild and, fetish. That I would have done that like, one. No, <laughs> Amory, what? I love you, girl. You're awesome. Wait, how much was he going to pay? That's the question. <laughs> um, He was going to pay just like 500 but I was just like. Oh, well, not for $500. My shit is worth a lot more than $500. <laughs> I know. Well, what I used to do is if I was dancing, I was dancing. If I was escorting, I was escorting. So I didn't like to mix right. the two. Because there were different parts of my life where I did it. Right. And um, so if I was dancing and they would ask me to play around or do whatever, I'd be like, no. And then I'd, I'd jack up the price and be like, yeah, for $1,000 or $1,500. But if I was escorting right. and they asked me for like anal or something like that, I would say, you know, $3,000. Just so it was so outrageous that right. they would have to right. say no. Because I right. felt like if I was going to do that, it had to be in a more intimate situation with somebody that I liked and was comfortable. Right, with, of course. Yeah. You know, but yeah, um, you have to separate yeah, the two. And then I had some foot fetish guys, you know, they were like, can you jerk me off with your feet? And I learned how to do that bent over so they could look at your ass at the same time, which was a really cool trick I learned, which was awesome. And that, you know, came in in handy. But I think one of my favorite things um, is probably the dominatrix thing where you fin dom, you verbally humiliate them. And they have to send you money. I tell them to put their cock lock or ball gag or sleep on the floor or sleep with their dogs. Or if I want to be really bitchy, I'll make them kneel on rice. And that brings me back to to being back in like Catholic school with the paddle and everything. 
So I like, you know, doing that kind of dominance. The whipping and flogging is great, you know, forcing them to put my clothes on and like stabbing my heels into their shoulders. A lot of fun. I love the humiliation. I think that I actually think I would like that. And I'm going to do that with Chris tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you wear patent leather though. The outfit definitely puts you in the mood. Yeah, I am going to do that to Chris tonight. (laughs) Wow. So much fun. He's in for a goddamn treat. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do, Amory. This is what you're going to do. You're going to turn up your radio and you're going to play this song. Oh, yeah, girl. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Get it going. This is one of my favorite favorite songs to play on the podcast, by the way, Frankie. It's my porno music. Yeah, this is my favorite song, Frankie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it like sounds like Studio um, uh, 54 to me, even though I obviously has have never been there, but I saw the documentary and I was like so excited. It was so like, I wish I was there. So I heard it yeah. was I heard it was great. Um I have Mom Maria from Brooklyn and she's like a mother to me and she used uh-huh. to be a, a showgirl dancer so she hung out with all the gay guys and they used to get into Studio 54 all the time. And oh, she said it I, was amazing. She I said the so wish that was her. my time. Yeah, I know that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh my god, I like well, first of all, it doesn't mean that I would have been let in, but I have to tell you I would have definitely flashed or did whatever I had to do to get in that goddamn place. <laughs> Damn, Emery. Yeah, it would have been so much guys. fun to get in there. Emery, just, yeah. make, sure, yeah. just make sure you line up that uh, Zoom camera and they'll make a great podcast this evening with you and Chris. Yeah, yeah. Be a great episode. I always, oh, oh, I always wanted to open like fan. something like that, like, like a Studio 54. Like I always wanted to open something like that because I think that that absolutely would like you know, fly. Oh, it would do- totally right now, especially because everybody's like going yeah. backwards. Absolutely. You know? But with you, when you're with your husband tonight, you should definitely open up your OnlyFans together because a lot of couples are doing that right now. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> will. <laughs> there's a, there's another site out like, there. Yeah, I'll be like, there is something I have to show you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think Chris would be interested in doing something like that, Amory? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's another site out there called Chatterbait. Oh ever, yeah. Yeah. You, you have, did you ever heard of hear of that site? No, I haven't. It's basically <clears throat> it's basically a site that everybody's like live streaming, and mm-hmm. there's a, uh, from what I understand, not firsthand, but what I understand, it's a site that people pay the performer coins and obviously the coins turn into dollars and all that stuff and a lot of people do like a lot of teasing a lot of showing and then if you if if you like give enough coins there'll be some sort of like vibrate like a bluetooth vibrator i don't know exactly how it works but basically uh-huh. the more coins you get you know she could have the vibrator up you know where and you pour coins you get the faster the vibrator goes the louder she moans and all that stuff so there's another oh, site. So cool. <laughs> so I just I just turned you onto a new website there. Jeez. <laughs> I know, right? I'm gonna check that well, out. I just want to know Bax uh, and Frankie how he knows about this website. <laughs> I'm a guy. You know, I do. I host a I host a podcast. I have to be knowing everything. And hold on. 
The other you know part I want to know is, is how does he know how many coins you have to put in for the vibrator to go faster? <laughs> wow. You just told on yourself, oh, no. AJ. Oh, no. I think he caught you. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Whatever. Oh, my God. I am traumatized. <laughs> what, because I told about a website? Jeez. Now I'm the no, bad guy? No, <laughs> I'm no, the bad no. guy. Actually, actually, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Thank no, you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, chatterbait. <laughs> give that. Oh give that, my god. Give that a try. So, I have you have you ever gone out on a date and you were just like, uh-uh, I do not feel safe. I do not, you know, I want to run for my life. Or do you just feel very comfortable on every type of date that you've gone out on? Um, well, actually, no, I'm not always comfortable with every date, but what I do is I, um, every time I'm going to go out somewhere and this is with any date or even with working or anything like that, I wind up giving my best friend the number, the location, the Facebook link, however we got contacted, any information I got. Sometimes I even have them, um, send me their license um thing they can cover the address and stuff like that and if i meet them and i see their car i send over the license plate without them noticing that i take a picture of it and i send it over to my best friend then i have her call me every hour or i'll call her in the beginning of a date i'll be like yeah hon, i'm here you know what's up let's say good night to your boys um i'll call you in like an hour so that way the other person sees that i have to call not text within the hour. Gotcha. And okay. if I feel uncomfortable, that's how I get out. They're like, and I'll act like, Oh my God, that's what happened. No, I'll come and help you right now. Da, da, da. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. I got to go. I got my best friends needs me right now. And I'll leave. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. Because I be like, I mean, I've been out of the dating scene for 20 plus years at this point. So I mean, I wouldn't know what to do for anything. And like this day and age, it's just dangerous out there. I'm like, I'm afraid to do you know, would be doing anything going a blind date. I mean, you know, you hear all these you, horror stories and everything. You were, yeah. you were, you were doing the escort when all those uh, girls were being killed uh, on Long Island. Yeah, right? uh -huh. yeah, right. that kind of really slowed me down, actually. And um, I've been doing it all over again because I, I raised my kids. My kids never went without anything, you know. But right. um, and I tell women, don't do it for a drug habit and don't do it for a man, but do it to level yourself up. You know, you're giving right. that shit away for free anyways all the time to a bunch of dumb schmucks. You might as well make money. Yeah. With a bunch of dumb that, that was crazy. All those bodies that were being found, um, you know, yeah, uh, it, over, it over, over at that beach. Yeah, yeah, that so was crazy. Also, you didn't know any of those girls, right? No, no, no. Um, I always no. either worked for high-end uh, agencies or madams. Okay. Like really okay. high-end high -end people. Like, so, like right. girls? And, Bax, Bax yeah. is trying to come on in. What do you say, Bax? I said, like, I know, like, Arrows. I know Arrows Guide is, like, very popular out there. In Long oh, Island. yeah. That's actually really, that's when girls started becoming more independent. Um, but then again, you have to be really safe and careful. Um, you know, a lot of girls are too trusting, I think. And they're just like, oh, I'm living the high life. This guy's just another, you know, customer or client. A customer, somebody's just wants a client is something that you get repetitive. Um, so they get too comfortable with that. I try to keep the same system all the time. So that way I keep myself safe. And even with regular dates or meeting new people, you know, even if I'm going to go smoke a joint with somebody that I just met, you know, I don't want to stop myself from being the free spirited person, but I definitely want to be cautious. 
because you never right. know. Exactly. You got to be very careful out there. I have, I mean, you got to obviously watch your drink because somebody could spike your drink and, you know, and yeah, you know. I had that happen to me once actually really to me and my girlfriend. Yeah. We were out just, you know, hanging out and stuff like that. And we went back to the guy's apartment. We were chilling and she was just like not looking so well. I was starting to feel like very disoriented. I don't even know how the hell we got home, how I drove, but I wow. grabbed her and I said, we're out of here. She goes, no, 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 I want to stay. I said, I don't really give a shit what you say. We're leaving here. And he was like begging for us to stay. And I was like, you're being a little too pushy here. I said, and I'm not feeling good. And we only had like two martinis. I was like, I can drink. I was like, there's no way that two martinis had me rocking like this. So I right. dragged her out to the car and we left, which was a little scary because I was just like, that was just not normal. You That's know? crazy. Yeah, That's is. crazy. Wow. Yeah, it definitely was. So what was the yeah. what was the most memorable date and what was the worst possible date that you remembered, you know, that you in your entire career? Uh working or, or normal? Uh working, working. Um let me see. Like the best, 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 best one. Like yeah. that you're like, yeah, that you remember. Um, I, best one financially is when this 85 year old mobster who lived in a really nice apartment in the city, all he did was smoke crack and talk to you. And I made like thousands of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) He was 85 years old. Yeah. And he was smoking that shit. Like he was 20. Stop lying. Oh my God. That's crazy. I kept thinking this guy's going to have a heart attack and I'm going to be stuck here with this dude. Oh (laughs) my God. That's crazy. Oh my God. Okay. Now the worst, like the one that you were like, Oh my God. Like I want to die right now. Um, okay. The worst is I did a dominance thing. I've always been dumb. Um, Mm -hmm. but this time I was submissive and this guy in Trump towers, multimillionaire, um, had this blonde hot chick in a cat's leather cat suit. And she would whip the girls in the butt, um, wearing, uh, thigh high stockings, garter belt, black underwear, uh, G strings and a black bra and whip you with a belt, uh, whip you with a bull whip, excuse me, which is the really thick ones. And you, he didn't want sex. He just wanted you to beg for his help and for mercy and cry. So I would put like tissue because I'm not a crier um, until I had my son. Um, and then I would put t- a water and <laughs> tissues and put it in my eyes so it looked like I was crying because everybody was coked out of their minds at the same time. Right, um, right. And that hurt. But I made 30 grand for 10 hours. I wow. did two sessions oh for five hours. Oh my God. Yeah, it, that was like, that hurt. I couldn't sit for a month. Wow. I'm looking at Amory on our uh, Zoom, and uh, her face is like pale <laughs> with her lips. Do you, you know, like when like you could feel the pain, and it's in your stomach, and it goes down to like your privates, and then you're like crunching? That's, That's what she's doing yeah, right now. Happened to me. That's what she's doing right now. Perfect example. It yeah. hurts so yeah. much. <laughs> but then when you said 30 grand, it actually <laughs> rose back up and then it like felt a tingle in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yourself a small new SUV like that. <laughs> 30 right? grand. And that money was gone in the year. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, didn't, I have nothing to show for it. <laughs> so if you can make 30 grand doing that, I might take it in my cheek. <laughs> right? Amory, Amory, Chris, Chris walked in behind you. 
live yes, on the. Chris did just walk in behind. Yes, her, yeah. Chris just walked in behind you, and I see him walking by. I want you yeah. to turn around right now and ask him if he wants to do an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, if he wants to do the OnlyFans. Yes, I want to hear his reaction. I'm sorry, Frankie. Uh, I, I think this is the perfect. Uh, Amory's got Amory's got that look. Okay, so you're live on here right now. Okay, so they want to ask you if you would do the OnlyFans. He says, "What does that mean?" It's your own personal live porn site. Yes, it's a live porn site. I'm not really hip with the new trends. He's not hip with the new trends. So would you do would you do a live point uh, live point site with Amory? And you would have to, been doing one for months. He's been doing one for months. He said, <laughs> and he doesn't have to show his face, right? Right? Same no, you thing? don't have to show your face. No, you don't have to show your face, and you can make lots of money. What about my junk? What about his junk? He has to show you junk. <laughs> yes or no? No, I want to show my junk. Oh yeah, he wants to show his face. <laughs> okay, there we go. He would do it. Tell tell, tell him you'll be participating too. Yes, yeah, send me your link yeah. when you do. No, he knows I'm participating. Yeah, I'm the uh, I'm the act. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know if this is a rumor or not, but I heard that only thing is getting away from adult content. Is that true or not? Say it again. On the dog. Hold on, we got two conversations going on. On the dog and the dog and pony show, or something like that. He said it. Okay. However, he yeah yeah we're in. They know what I mean. They know what I mean, he said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bax, Bax is uh, remoting in, and he asked the question. And Well, Bax, what was your question? I heard that OnlyFans was getting away from adult content. Is that true or false? Is getting what? Away from the adult content. Away from the adult um, content. Yeah, actually, they're doing cook shows. They're having mm-hmm. celebrities on it now. Um, to get more personal with people, you know, they could, um, you know, talk to their fans and stuff. They're doing, uh, fitness stuff. They're trying to like really open it up a little bit more. I heard it started in the UK. So Mm -hmm. now I think they're shifting over to the United States, their company or the headquarters. Excuse me. No, that was, uh, Amory's background noise. (laughs) Oh, okay. Chris is very, Chris is very excited. They are kind of opening it up more. Gotcha. Okay. He wanted to know if you if you were done with him and that he was going against all his religious what? Principles. Principles. Wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to know if Frankie was going to pitch in. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll play with you, Anne Marie. <laughs> yes. Yes, Frankie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Can you see me? Yeah, he can. Hold on, he can see me. Hey, he's, what's yeah, up? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. up. Got his. He's thumbs up. Tell him he has to wear. Feet. Tell. He's, he's in both feet. All right. He said. He's in both feet. He tell said. him he has to wear that hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hat, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yep. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, you know, if it's my first time, I might need I might need Frankie to hold my hands. Ah! <laughs> I'll be holding more than that. Yeah, she will be. I guarantee it. She's going to hold one leg and one titty. <laughs> I was thinking more like a boob. That's what I said. One leg and one titty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know where we were. Where were we, girls? I don't know. Boys. I don't know. I'm trying to keep this like a. Uh, 
family friendly friendly well, friend, it's definitely friend, not friend, going to be no uh, no friendly family. no okay i guess i gotta do my legal disclaimer before the podcast okay yeah. <laughs> see frankie we don't typically go into this type of conversation or a podcast we're more of a you know general conversation i can relate to that you know things we could all relate to one way or another well, that's i can relate to what we're talking oh, about oh yes you I can, can. <laughs> yes you can <laughs> Oh my god. Bax, where are you, honey? Oh Bax is right there. This Bax I'm right here. Bax Okay. While we're all sitting here chatting, so Bax Mm -hmm. Bax, what are you what were you doing over there momentarily? Please describe what you were just doing and you texted to our chat group while you were while uh, Frankie was talking. (laughs) I was just having a CBD cigarette. Yeah, CBD cigarette. Yeah, okay, AKA joint. But anyways, yes. Oh, pass it over. <laughs> so he was. Oh he, he he takes a picture of me in the little window on our Zoom line here, <laughs> with the little CBD joint, my ass, with the CBD joint coming out of my mouth, and takes a picture and texts it, texts it to us. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I'm looking so, at it again. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Yes, sorry, sorry, Frankie. We're gonna have to share that picture with you. But oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm actually gonna oh, share I it with her right now. I wish I was smoking right now. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. So on a serious note, with everything that goes on out there, how do you keep yourself careful? How do you keep yourself clean? You know, you don't. I mean, a lot of people out there are not honest with themselves, and uh, you know, you got a lot of yes. STDs out there. How do you? You know, I'll give you actually a perfect example. Okay, okay. In, in my teens, I was a slut and loving it. In my 20s, I was a stripper and an escort. And in my 30s, I was in the tattoo industry and I was escorting. Um, in my 40s, I did a little escorting just to provide for my, my kid. But I haven't done that in a while. But I've always said, while people were slut shaming me, I've always said, oh, I'm probably cleaner than all you idiots because I believe in condoms. Mm-hmm. And I believe um, that just because you're cute and you're nice to me doesn't mean that you're clean. Like right. you have to go get tested. If you want to be in a serious relationship with me, we both go get tested. And if we choose to have, you know, trust and a bond and we're going to be with each other. And if we're going to be with others and we say that we're going to use condoms with others, then we're good. But what happens is normal people are just like, oh, but he loves me and he looks clean. <laughs> I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I've always been very cut off. Like even when I'm in love and I see red flags and he's not good for me, I'm out. And I won't look back mm-hmm. like I'm done with you. You know what I mean? Girls are very emotional. Yes. So they're just like they don't think with their head. They think with their heart and guys think with their dicks. Yes. You know, so yes, we do. I've always, you know, being an escort back in the days, um, I always thought like if I'm not clean, I'm not going to make money, <laughs> you know. So that was always big with me is that you had to be clean. You know, um, you have to be tested. You have to use condom. If I felt like icked out by somebody, I'd fucking double that up, even to give head. Right. You right. know, and guys are always just like, oh, but I'm not going to come this way. Bullshit. Bullshit. If I give yep. head, you're coming. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you could be on coke and I'll make you come. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
it's happening. Trust me. Wow. You know? So yeah, that's to me is really important. A lot of the girls that are high end escorts, um, get tested by their madams or, you know, by whatever house they're working for. Um, they get tested like every two weeks, porn stars do too. I have tons of friends that were porn stars too, and they would get tested before they would have to do a movie, you know? So that's really important. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, Frank, I, you said something earlier, you said a word earlier that, um, my attention. You said something about slut shaming, and you know, like yeah. right now, a lot of that that, that that happens a lot. You know, some women are broken by that. You know, what I'm saying some women, you know, they aren't able to hold their head up as they walk, you know, saying walk along in the streets. How do you hold your head up high and you like you don't give a fuck? You just how are you strong through who you are? Well, um, when I was younger, I was molested and I was raped. So I had a lot of trauma. Um, I was raped like four different separate times. And I grew a thick skin. I lived, hung out with bikers. I hung out with lots of mobsters, you know, a lot of bad boys. And I was just more of that gangster girl that looked classy and acted classy, even though I had a lot of tattoos. Um, cause I'm old school. So I behaved accordingly, you know, to the way you're raised. So, and I'm okay. educated. You know, so I'm very articulate. So that really helped a lot. Um, and with all so you, that put so together. That, I'm sorry. Huh? Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, so what happened was all that uh, trauma really um, put like this thick layer to me. And after a while, I was just like, I don't really give a fuck. Empower yourself. Like I convinced a lot of women to go into escorted. I'd say about 90% of my friends have tried it um, because I said, fuck that. I was like complaining that you don't have money. You better get up on your ass and go make some money. Don't complain that you can't pay the rent when you've got that between your legs. You can pay the rent, you know, and don't want or need anything from a man because you can provide it for yourself. So I always had like that empowerment, like it's between two consenting adults and you should be able to do it. It's your own body. Like I ran for lieutenant governor of New York under the anti-prohibition party with uh, Kristen Davis, the madam of Manhattan. She asked me to run for that. And one of my platforms and her platforms, especially mine was uh, discrimination in the workplace for the tattoo industry because people were denying people were denying people tattoos to get work. And hers was um, legalizing sex work, you know, which was a big thing because it should be legal. You know, it's your body. You should be able to do whatever the hell you want with it. You know, as long as you keep safety measures and, you know, everybody not being abused and stuff like that, you know, but I, at the end of the day, don't give a fuck. Like I got a phone call today from somebody's girlfriend and they were just like, that's my boyfriend on your OnlyFans. (laughs) I was just like, I was like, well, that's not my problem. That's yours. I said, I'm not breaking any uh, trust bond. I don't know you from a hole in the wall. Right. That's not my problem. That's a problem between you and him. I said, you're not my best friend. I'm not sleeping in the same circle. I'm not sleeping with one of my friend's ex-boyfriends. I was just like, I'm not breaking any of my rules. Just like there's honor amongst uh, thieves, there's honor amongst sluts. And we do things a certain way. I'm not breaking any law. She goes, how are you empowering women? I said, I'm empowering you to, for you to know that he doesn't want to be monogamous, maybe. And then she was just like trying to fat shame me and slut shame me. And I was just like, your opinion is irrelevant to me. I know who I am. I love who I am. I said, you're just insecure and upset right now. And I feel bad for you because I don't want you to feel that way. But your issues were there long before I came along. And I didn't initiate. He did. And she was like, how do you, why do you want somebody that has somebody else? I said, I don't want him. That was content. 
I was yeah. like, I don't want anything with anybody right no, now. No, exactly. It's <laughs> he all served his purpose. Yeah, it's his content. Now, yeah. now, well, you said you uh, ran for uh, lieutenant governor and all that stuff. Now, your friend said you wanted to legalize prostitution, right? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I know, but for the listeners, why, from your point of view, why is prostitution illegal? What is your take on that? Why do you think is illegal and you go to jail and all that stuff? Why, why do you think that? I feel that because the governor has, the government hasn't learned how to really financially gain and control it yet. They haven't figured out how they're going to control everybody doing that. But they, if they pay attention to Nevada and how they're doing it, you need a license to be a stripper and you need a license to be a sex worker. Um, you also are connected with the health department because you have to take a test prior to working right. in a certain amount of time. I mean, they can make a lot of money. It's almost like pot. Like now that they figured out how to monetize marijuana and help the government those states are making a shitload of money and fixing things that they need to fix without killing the taxpayers and raising their, their, you know, taxes. Um, I think it's more of a control thing. Not only that, um, this has been a patriotic country, um, where it's men controlling a lot of misogynists are controlling the country and they have been used to controlling female bodies from a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Just recently they were sterilizing women, um, you know, that are native American, um, that were Puerto Rican. I mean, just in the 1960s that happened, that's not even that long ago. If you think about it, you know, um, we weren't, uh, able to, to vote except for a hundred years ago, you know, right, right. when suffragettes came along and, and helped us along that path, you know? So I think men have always tried to control women. Um, and that's the last point where they can control us really at the end of the day. Absolutely. You know, especially out in Vegas, the, the bunny ranch, for example, that's the most common <laughs> backs yeah. is laughing, but, and that was an actual show on the, on HBO. And really like it opened my eyes, like, wow, this stuff goes on there. Look at how regulated everything is and how, you know, it's, it's, it's a business, you know, I mean, any type of business that we're, that I do and Bax does and Amory does, it's a business. And, you know, and that's your clientele and how professional. Oh, wait, hold on. What's the business? What do we do? Uh, well, I don't know. What do you do, Bax? Come on, you got your clothing, you got your songs, you got all that stuff, right? Man, I'm just, you know, I'm just grinding. I'm just trying to get to it. There he goes. <laughs> yeah, my my music. I'm a networker, major networker. But I got a question. I got a question for Frankie. I didn't mean to cut you off, though, AJ. Sure, go. Go ahead. Do you want to finish? Do you want to finish your point first? Uh, yeah. So, you know. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. That, that's thanks, Bax. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> now I just like forgot my lost my train of thought here. <laughs> hold on Bax is like having issues with his microphone i was gonna ask so i was gonna ask her because she was talking about like men controlling women and stuff like that but when we when we deal with that industry right there are a lot of women who do um end up like choosing up like how do what do you feel about that and we talk about control and stuff stuff like that like there's a like in that industry under the under the under the lining there's uh, there's like a guy around i don't know if he's a pimp i don't know if he's a you know, like, look at Bunny Ranch or look at Hugh Hefner. There's like, they're like pimping. So what do you feel about those guys? Do you feel like, are they controlling or like, I'm just trying to get a. Well, okay. Yeah. The pimp, the pimp aspect of it. I think they're more sex traffickers. 
I don't really consider pimps to be businessmen um, because I think that women should be able to control their own money. I never had one, nor would I ever allow a man to control my money. Um, so I feel that with the knowledge that there is out there, um, girls should be more empowered to control their own money. I think when there's a pimp involved, it's because they're really sex trafficking the girl. They probably groomed her. They're probably narcissist. And the girl probably feels stuck um, or too insecure to get out. Um, so I don't think it's really voluntary. I think um, for, you know, professional escorts, they're, you know, voluntarily choosing this line of work. When there's a pimp around, I don't really think that that's really happening. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, interesting. Now, though, getting back to what I was saying about the, you know, what I asked you originally uh, about the, you know, prostitution, all that stuff. I, I totally agree. That's how I feel. There's no way they could regulate or tax because a lot of it is obviously cash. So there's no way like, you're, oh, can I have a receipt for that? You know, <laughs> you, just, yeah. you just don't. And, uh, people want to be anonymous. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, look at all these politicians breaking, you know, coming out in the news, like, you know, for going on the, the, Anthony Weiner, for example. I mean, what what appropriate name to begin with, but Anthony Weiner. I mean, <laughs> look at all the crap that he's been through and uh, because, you know, all, all that kind of stuff and, uh, you know, but there's no way they could regulate that. So, I mean, that, I totally agree with you, but, you know, how does, how does people typically try to, you know, Obviously, they're they're hiding something from their spouse, or they're doing something, you know, behind their girl. Obviously, do you get a lot of those? Um, I used to get a lot of those um, when I worked, um, but a lot of places, like for instance, <clears throat> right now we've got Zelle and all that other stuff, so it's easy, it's different, you know, like the transaction of money. Right. But back in the days, um, like a lot of strip clubs and agencies that you work for they would have like a name that wasn't so um, suspicious. So it would look like a regular enterprise, you know, like a gold, gold Coast Enterprise or something like that. So it didn't look like so bad on credit card receipts just in case the wife was looking at them. Right, right. You know, so that's what they would use. But otherwise they would do cash if they, you know, didn't want anything to be, you know, paper trailed. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Totally agree. You know, I remember back in the days when I first started, it, we used beepers and <laughs> me and my girlfriends used to hang out in like the village and chill and go have a drink, you know, or we'd rent a hotel room and just smoke pot and chill out, whatever. And then we'd wait until we'd get a beep from one of the agencies. <laughs> then we'd go to the phone in the corner because they were actually telephone booths in yes, the corner. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we used to call and we used to be like, all right, and get the address and everything like that. Then we'd call the other agencies and we'd be like, I'm calling off for hour i have uh, another call from somebody else i'll call back when i'm calling back on and then that's how we redo our rotations and stuff like that but it changed in the past couple of years because they weren't using agencies anymore because the internet popped up so you weren't calling people weren't calling the phone booth from a hotel right for the agencies they were now going online and things shifted like they started using cell phones and it just really changed that or now they wanted to drive you around with two other girls and you'd have a drive and that kind of sucks because you'd miss out on calls if the driver had to go on this part of town and then drive on that part of town then you would make it on time and somebody else would make it so it really shifted and I stopped working with agencies and anybody else after that I just really dealt with clients or ex-boyfriends who would come around and be like oh babe I want to be with you I was like bitch nothing's for free if yeah, you right. want to be with me <laughs> you're paying for me <laughs> and this is what I'm charging yeah you know so I just kept it as that a lot of old clients and old boyfriends 
Have you ever experienced anything like sting operations or anything like that? I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was arrested once actually for in a in-house because you could do alcohols or you could do in-house where you would be in a house and they basically come into like the bunny ranch and they have those a lot of those in manhattan in different major cities and i was working on and uh you know i was just chilling out because i'm really laid back when i'm doing that and i i really like aim to please so i'm you know very not submissive but i'm very catering to the client you know Mm -hmm. um and uh you know, so I was like, oh, I'll take clothes off. He was down to his underwears. And all of a sudden they raided the place and I got arrested. <laughs> oh, wow. But they dropped the charges because they were really going for the person running the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it was a pain in the ass. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was on probation already for something else from years ago. And I was like, this sucks. Now, you said you were in Florida at one point, right? So, you know, <clears throat> you, you know, Tampa Bay, that's where I'm broadcasting from, Tampa Bay. Uh-huh. You know, Tampa Bay is like the one of like one of the sex capitals of the world down here because, you know, we got a lot of porn shoots down here, especially along the Pinellas County beaches. You see a lot of porn movies uh, shot down here. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you agree to that, but, you know, what I've heard and seen, there is. And then uh, you got a lot of the uh, sex clubs over in, um, in like, Oh, by the Raymond James Stadium. You got a lot of strip clubs. You got Odyssey 2001. You got the Mons Venus. You have a lot of, you know, dollhouse and all that stuff. So what is your favorite city to work in? Um, Let me see. You know, I'm a New Yorker, so New York's always going to be my favorite. I've okay. danced in California. I've danced in New York. I've danced in Puerto Rico, Jersey, Connecticut. Um, you know what? I've never really danced in Florida. Really? Okay. No, because I just moved to Florida, so I'm a New Yorker. Okay, you're in Florida um, now? Yeah, I'm okay. in Florida now. Yeah, I moved here specifically because my friend lives here, so I was just like, I needed to be in a normal environment. I mean, compared to the panhandle. Right, the right. The panhandle is like dead. <laughs> oh, it is. It's country out there. It's middle of nowhere. Oh, my God. They didn't even have delivery or Ubers or Starbucks for like an hour away. Oh, no. (laughs) Or no pizza places besides Domino's and Pizza Hut. It was horrible. As a certain family member of mine calls a pizza slut, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so horrible. (laughs) They didn't even have uh, spare ribs on the bone in the Chinese places. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, holy shit. They didn't even know what a cannoli was. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I was going to school there. I would have been going. I would have like, turned my car around. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to get out of here. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. Well, good. Frankie, thanks for coming on. Uh, how does our, our listeners uh, locate you? You have an Instagram account, do you have uh, a website? Um, yeah, um, my OnlyFans page is OnlyFans.com slash um, Gypsy, G-Y-P-S-Y period B-L-U-6, Gypsy Blue 6. Okay. And um, you could look me up on um, any of the social media sites under uh, Tattoo Socialite. All right, excellent. Max, right. Amory, you have anything else? No, I just want to thank you so much for coming on. And uh, mwah, mwah, mwah. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Thanks for having me, guys. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, great, Absolutely. Great, great show. You be safe. Yes. <laughs> All right. Stay safe. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Amory.
You're welcome. I told you she was going to be a box of so much fun. Oh yes, we could we could we could make like three episodes out of this. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a dope show, man. And we're growing, we're growing in our content, we're growing in you know our our guests. Like that's a really awesome show, man. Absolutely, yeah, that, could, that was good. We could just see it from both angles, from the other side, and just somebody who's just really um, honest about who they are and okay with it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're just gonna shut it down and leave it right there. Any final words, Amory? No. No. She's just, she's ready to get her OnlyFans page up and running with Chris. Yeah, I'm like ready. I don't know where he is, but. Dipsy doodle, toodle. He better get his little hoodle in here. You look annoyed right now. What happened? I said you look annoyed right now. No. Okay. (laughs) Bax, any final words? She's chilling. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please like, subscribe, follow us on Facebook. I can relate to that. We've been starting to put some content up there. Amory's been putting stuff on her page. We'll get that. We'll get that done our next episode, Amory. All your uh, little sharing content, spill the tea content. Mm-hmm. All right. Linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. All right, guys. Have a good one. Take care. This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.